Hey everybody, welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast. This is episode number 169. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Trevor Bowles. Hey, Puyo Puyo sucks. I have Mr. Michael Mahoney. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. I got Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I don't know what that was, but all right. And I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Oh, hi, y'all. Oh, yeah, very good. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick, real quick. I want to circle back on that introduction because uh, I feel like you didn't give somebody quite enough justice. Who? Well, on tonight's podcast, we have the Harlem Hellraiser oh, and the Pharaoh of the Fist. The man whose hands are registered as deadly weapons and the righteous arm which makes a turkey turn tail. I'm talking about the bad brother of the beatdown, the Manhattan Mauler, the black Muhammad Ali. I'm talking about <laughs> Jay Joseph Jr. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually very impressed. Oh, it's actually that. really good, Michael. The champ, the champ is here. The champ is in the house. <laughs> the champ is... <laughs> how, how long okay, do you have a story to tell us? That, man, I'm serious. That's really good. Do I, do I get to like wear a robe on the podcast now? Yes. Yeah, you do. Well, you from do. what I know about your life, and a I belt. you're always wearing a robe. <laughs> and a, and a giant metal belt. You have a uh, <laughs> gold plated. For next podcast, I want you to come with, with an intellectual song. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Jay, now that I've given you that introduction, uh, can you please assure me that you didn't beat up a kindly old black man? I didn't. I didn't beat up the kindly old black man. No. Okay. Good. And I, I didn't so laugh on Facebook he, either. Did the guy? Did the guy have it coming, or was it your Cuban fury, and he really didn't do that much wrong, and you just couldn't? Uh, I mean, it was like a mix of both, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. It was a little bit of both. All right. All right. It's did a little you, bit of both. Did, it's a fine. You know, it's never like like clear and dry. Did you? Did you swing first, Jay? Was he like shoving you, and you decided let's turn these into punches? Yeah, that's basically what happened. Nice. Uh, my man. <laughs> that's an apt description. You don't fucking touch Jay. No one touches <laughs> Jay. You know what you say, right? You hit first, you hit twice. No one touches Jay but his woman. So back I up. Just, I, I gotta say, like, in my life, I have never felt proud of anyone or anything <laughs> until this weekend when Jay beat a guy up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, that's uh, all it took. You're his son now. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I think I understand why people have kids now. <laughs> <laughs> See, there it is. Yeah, uh, this is good. See, that's what you're looking for, Michael. Kids fight all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how often do they put a guy in the hospital? I don't know. That's a real question. Not like my good buddy Jay. No? Yeah, that's what, that's, what, that's what I do. I just go around calling for guys to put down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one of those guys that started doing MMA, like at this local like Planet Fitness, and now he he's just looking around for somebody to start something. <laughs> Damn. Jay. Hey, if you uh, if you check if you check the call, you can see uh, what happened to the guy that Jay hit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put the note, we'll put the link in the uh, podcast notes. Really? That's like a dead dead body. It looks like. <laughs> That's that's what J, that's what happened. Jesus Christ! So what? I that's wasn't what really paying attention. What is this? This is from a fire that happened somewhere. Well, uh, that guy is stuck. Uh, it's up. a car crash. Oh, it's a car crash. Oh my god. Yeah. That dude did not have a good day. No. Oh, I'm uh, I'm sorry, sorry to him. Um, 
Hey everybody! <laughs> <laughs> now that you've uh, now that you've heard us talk about a charred corpse and Jay beating the shit out of someone, uh, it's probably a good time to also. Was mention... he charred before you beat him, or, or after? Maybe I should have saved this to the end of the podcast, but I figure we should just get it out of the way now. Uh, I was going to surprise you guys and uh, let you know that we actually have uh, our very first dedicated sponsor. Uh, for the podcast, I'm not sure how thrilled they're going to be about I, the way that this I, is going. I think, yeah, I think that's over <laughs> so far. <laughs> it was cool when it lasted. Um, yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, hey, yeah. and and by the way, if anybody else wants to sponsor the podcast, uh, you know, feel free hit us up. If you love our uh, hilarious brand of street fights and charred bodies in the street, <laughs> really, just all street related things. Um, We're basically the whole fights of podcasts. Hit us up. So I don't think this relationship's going to last, but I'll go ahead and read the copy that they. <laughs> I'll go ahead and read the copy that they sent over uh, anyway. Uh, so today's podcast, today's Enemy Slime podcast, is brought to you by Game Gear. Are you tired of your regular old insulin injections that do nothing to improve your gaming experience? Well, Game Gear has the answer with our new performance line of energy insulin. Not only will you get your critical life-saving medication, but you'll also get a hefty dose of taurine, caffeine, and niacin. That's pretty good. Our preloaded patented cartridges come in three flavors, including Killstreak Strawberry, Boned Your Mom Blueberry, and Headshot Horchata. And... I mean, that's what I drank the night that I went out. If you guys are interested in getting a crate delivered to you monthly of performance-enhancing insulin... Good news, you can go to their website. It's gamegear.pro. That's G-A-M-E-G-E-E-R.pro. And you can type in the promo code amputation to get 10% off of your first crate. So anyway, God, that sounds extreme. I just thought I'd wow. throw, I just thought I'd throw G- that out there. Just so you guys know, that's, what, uh, that's what Jay was on when he won his fight. <laughs> Jay was jacked up on energy <laughs> insulin. <laughs> <laughs> He took a shot of the kill streak strawberry, and he's like, "I got it. I got to lay somebody out. I got to fuck someone up." It's really. I think, I, mean, I think their intention here is just to make you better at Call of Duty, but it seems like perhaps, perhaps just say it works. Well. It works well in real life. The negative side of it. Just say it works. It, it. I mean, you know, I, I look, look. I know you have diabetes. You're listening to this podcast, so <laughs> come on. Uh, so just do yourself a favor, go sign up for this. I think if you sign up and get your 10% discount, I think that 10% goes to us. I think that's how sponsorships work. So, uh, that'd be pretty great. So, so head on over to gamegear.pro and, uh, get signed up today. And I don't know what the, what the packs cost a month. Um, but I'm sure that's affordable. Uh, and I don't, I'm, I'm assuming because this is medication that you need, you can probably put this on your insurance. So... Get an HSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely put on your HSA. It's, Get an HSA yeah. and use your HSA to buy performance-enhancing insulin with taurine, caffeine, and niacin. Which is totally what it was intended for. Yeah, it, you guys, you're going to be set. I can't wait to see all of our jacked fans walking around uh, being really good at Call of Duty. <laughs> no, they'll be just like me. They'll be just like Jay. Yeah. So if you want to grow up to be big and strong... Unstoppable. If you want to grow up to be big and strong like Jay... <laughs> Uh, again, head over to GameGear.pro. Remember that promo code is amputation. So, I'm going to have like a power glove on one hand and a cast on the other. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Unstoppable. Uh, hey, let's talk about uh, let's talk about shit. 
Um, and I think I want to start with this Cliffy B interview that you guys were talking about. Um, uh, that's that's the way to start any discussion about shit. Any any. Uh, so I mean, I don't know what what's Cliffy. That's B a Gears of War guy, right? It is. It yeah. is uh, the former head of Epic. I don't think he works there anymore. No, he started a different studio. He started a studio, and oh wait, he's he's like back in the industry after his big retirement. I is and that's, I don't even know. Yeah. And that's where he created the game uh, Bulletstorm, right? At his new studio. Uh, did oh. he do Bulletstorm? I don't think he did Bulletstorm. I don't think did he? he did. Oh, okay. I know it seems like okay. he did. It seems like something he would do. I think his <laughs> his, his next game, I think, is called Lawbreakers. I don't think he's done anything since Gears like three, and even then, I don't know that he had that much of a hand in it. Uh, he was like retired for a bit, and then he came back. So I don't know if Toronto Vine or something. So so what's he up to now? What's this interview all about? Why are we Why are we even talking about him? So he was talking in Croatia about um, basically how games are becoming more uh, homogeneous. Um, I agree. They are homogeneous. <laughs> you know, basically, he's saying that AAA development is becoming like Olive Garden. Um, you yeah. know... Unlimited breadsticks. Like unlimited bread. Unlimited breadsticks followed by unlimited diarrhea. Zupa Toscana, baby, love it. Mm-hmm. Tour of Italy, now, right now. Now, right off the bat, I didn't think his restaurant analogy was a good example. I think it's more like <laughs> movies where we get a, <laughs> yes. we get the same movie every couple of months. Yeah, you know, yeah, with a It's just the same shit. Olive Garden is to Italian food what like Captain America is to movies. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> No, but, no. But there's I, no way I, I anybody think, ever tried anything at an Olive Garden. <laughs> see, I, I think, I think when he, when he, he was trying to be a little too fancy with his restaurant analogy, what he really meant was like McDonald's and KFC ending up everywhere. Like how you can be in fucking Dubai and see like KFC or uh, go right. to Japan and expect to eat like in, in a McDonald's and all that shit. No. Um, Man, they got which, the Mega Mac in Japan. That's pretty badass. Never had that. I remember, I remember when I was in Scotland. I basically survived off of the uh, Burger King chicken sandwiches because nothing else was edible in Scotland. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I agree with the movie. Uh, apologies for our Scottish listeners. <laughs> All one of you. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I agree with Michael. It, that's like a lot closer to it where it's a lot like the movie formula where, you know, studios spend a lot of money, but they're also only ever making the things that's safe. So comic book movies are safe. So, yeah, they're spending a ton of money. But it's always going to attract like the same audience. It's like what we talked about with Resident Evil, um, I guess last podcast. And it, this is the part where, like, like while I agree with him that we're kind of in a, in a, in a, in a we're kind of creative, creatively bankrupt when it comes to video games. I disagree that it's an unsustainable model again because of movies. Uh, people have been predicting like the death of movies now of the comic book movie for a decade and a half. And they're still going strong. Like Marvel has your life set up for the next fucking 20 years with comic book movies and they're not dying. And, you know, as much as some of us would like to see that, it's just not happening. Well, um, I mean, you know, to their to their credit, uh, even if it's not your thing, like they have every now and then like a gem comes out like they have one that actually like everyone loved Logan. Um, mm-hmm. And then and then, you know, uh, we actually we were actually discussing that because uh, um this drifted to like the topic of JRPGs and how there's quite a few good ones this year. And I, I just told Lucio and Michael that to me, the JRPG thing is like a thousand monkeys in a room 
with typewriters. Eventually, they had to get it right. They put out so much shit. So I mean, you know, Atlas is probably the place where you would go to find a, a good JRPG, right? Still, it's probably like one of the few companies that still has some like credibility. So what what was what was his overall like thesis here? It's just like video games aren't sustainable. And we're all going to die, or is it video games? Like the AAA model is not sustainable, and we all need to go indie. AAA model is not sustainable, and they need to start doing double A games that he calls. Yeah, he specifically so says double like A. Rocket League and stuff like that. So games with some polish, but like more. Um, he called it smaller scope, but I don't think that's it. It's more like more focused and tighter. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't necessarily think I agree with. I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, the fact that I go, like I was studying Michael in the chat that, you know, maybe we're just more aware of all these bad games because now we have money to play them. Mm, like, that's you know, true. Before, I, mean, I mean, we, we have to be more careful. We, back then, we had to be more careful about what we bought and right. what we asked our parents to buy. Right, right. But I remember you're, you're basically just waiting until, like, Christmas time. And so, like, your, your Christmas yeah, games, right. and they're always going to be good because you had a whole year to figure out what the good ones were. To think about it. Yeah. Mm. Right. And you didn't have anything to compare them to either. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. You kind of just got what you got. <laughs> and, like, there might be a good game over on the PlayStation, but you don't have one of those. So, right. oh, well. Yeah. You know. And we didn't have an online service where we could watch somebody play that game for 12 hours a day. Seriously. Right. Yeah. But Michael, Michael also made another good point, which is, like, you know, we Clippy talks about wanting there to be more double A's. And, you know, let's pretend that's a thing. Let's pretend um, every once in a while you get something like, uh, I don't know. Um, I can't think of a good example, but I feel like that is a thing. Like there are. Yeah, like like well, he listed Rocket level. League and Rust, which. Yeah, are, yeah, those are those are good examples. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I'd count Rocket or Rust as double A, but. Uh, well, but I mean, Rust is like Rust has like a whole studio behind it. Like right, yeah. right. They've got so like it's a real company. It's not a guy in his house, but right. it's not like one man making Stardew Valley. It's like a whole team. Right. So it's right. like. Yeah, he also is talking about like there, there's some muscle behind it, and there's some polish and yeah. like production value. But the, but I, I think the point that Michael brought up is that you know a lot of that is still shit anyway, and we just happen to remember the yep. gems. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, he makes it sound like you know this is where all the good, golden, beautiful games are being made. But I mean, yeah, there are some, but for the most part, it's still just as bad as the indies and. I mean, I don't know. How a lot of guys, times, even worse. I don't know how you guys feel, but most of what I've played this year that I've loved has been AAA <laughs> and definitely not indie. Like, I, I can't really think of a game uh, that I played this um, year. Yeah, like last I haven't even played that many indies this year just because, like, the first quarter has been insane. Right, because there's been a bunch of good yeah. AAAs for you to play. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, to be fair, last quarter, I mean, last quarter, the the most memorable thing for me is is naturally Stardew Valley, um, but this quarter is definitely all my all my top games are things that took years and a lot of money to develop, and it's like you know, um, Persona yeah. Five and Neo and Nier and all that stuff that had a, like a lot of power behind it behind you, making you those games. Lately. <laughs> yeah, ukulele. <laughs> That's a great example. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. It hurts. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, hey, question. I think... What was the uh, what was the last like big AAA game that really did something unique and exciting? 
and uh, maybe maybe didn't get a lot of like acclaim for it. Shadow. Of I Mordor. think we all agree on what that game is. Yeah, we that, that's that's the easy answer. Shadow of Mordor. It's Shadow of Mordor. <laughs> Was that the yeah. last one? That's the last one. That's the that's last one. That's the last original <laughs> well, idea. Oh, go ahead. Well, Trump. Jared, <laughs> you had a you gave a pretty good review to um uh shit uh the the mech Call of Duty thing. Titanfall uh, two. Yes, Titanfall. Thank oh, I you. loved I loved Titanfall two. And actually, I would I would uh, I I know we all have our differences here, but I I defend uh, Titanfall two as at least like somewhat innovative, even if it didn't use it in the sense that everybody wanted it to. However, I will I say that I don't I don't agree. <laughs> as far as Titanfall two goes, I will say that most of what it does right is just eliciting what first person shooters did five or six years ago, like things that we saw in like Half Life two and. Yeah, uh, stuff like that, and so gotcha. It, like it's it's like so you it's like you wouldn't say it does anything new. I think I'm sure Cliffy B would like group that in with the group of games he thinks is the problem. I think despite having made three of them himself, the reason why I like Titanfall two so much <laughs> yeah. is just because it 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 dredged up like what used to work about first person shooters that we don't do anymore, and it's the same thing I'd say for Doom. Right, Doom doesn't do anything new and original, uh, but it reminds you of like how good shit was at one point. Like and how and, and how that's you know that that, that that that's why Persona Five is like my immediate example um, when it comes to this topic because it doesn't do like a single new thing and and everything that feels new in this game is actually a concept that they pulled from one of their older games that no one's touched in a long time so they package something together uh, that's very much like a classic JRPG and as, as Lucio said it puts like a very stylish spin on it so it looks really good and like the presentation is like half the battle um but everything it does it's, it's been done before it's just people don't put any more work into that kind of thing when they when they put out games it's it's something like uh tales of Assyria, where they're using the same assets uh for the past decade or something like you know uh call of duty um where they're just like cycling to the studios to make sure that they get something out every year um you know, so so yeah. Every once in a while, you get a Titanfall or a Persona Five, and they're not really doing anything innovative. I don't feel. I feel like they're just taking a bunch of old concepts, uh, putting it into like a, a shiny new package, and then selling that as top quality. And there, it is good. You know, I, that's not to knock knock it down. I agree but, with that. But the thing that I would say is that that is uh, more tricky to do than you might expect. Uh, and I would actually point to a game like Ukulele, whose core issue is that it's so faithful to that old style of game that you kind of don't like playing it. Like there's there's little <laughs> holdovers. Uh, and so you have to be like really careful with this, because if you replicate the past exactly, you create something that feels dated and that people don't want to play. But if, yeah, you, if, if you don't if you have been like, uh, you know, if you had your like face, a really faithful recreation where you can like even look up and. You know, yeah, you, can't look you don't really have, yeah, you don't have strafing and, you know, yeah. Or what that, if there was a, what if there was a little picture of your face that got bloodier and bloodier as you got beat up? <laughs> Actually, I was kind of disappointed that wasn't in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, you can't. Well, well I, I, I think what I'm, what I'm more saying is that, like, I, I don't, but I'm, I'm not saying a bunch of triple A's need to go back to, like, old school formulas and just repackage that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm right. saying that there, there is there's a definite there's a definite obvious obviousness to a game uh, like Titanfall or Persona Five uh, where people actually care about what they're doing and they're not just trying to um, deliver something that's just going to make them a ton of cash, which is what 
a lot of these people do. And I think it's kind of what Cliffy is getting at. Like a lot of people just go for what's safe and what's going to make a lot of money. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's a business model, whatever. Well, uh, but it just doesn't provide very enjoyable games. <laughs> to, to, to build on that too, Titanfall is a great example where I think that the developers really did want to make the game that they made eventually with Titanfall 2, but they literally had to make an entire Titanfall 1 that didn't have <laughs> right. like, any of that stuff in order to even get their like vision out. So, so in order to make the game they wanted to make, they had to make a really shitty cash grab game first. I mean, it's not shitty, but uh, there's, it's apples and oranges. Like Titanfall 1 and 2 are, are incomparable. Uh, right. Because- and, you know, that's, it's, it's the same exact, thing with my comparison like as much as we we like jared's investigation corner i can tell you that entire game is just a reskin of persona 3 it's the same exact thing they didn't do anything new um so you know they they, that's what they do they do they do what they have to to get their money and then they make the game that they want to make (laughs) so that's that's, that's a good point that i was going to bring because what i found interesting about that um article is something also that i've been thinking about for a bit which is you know doing AAA, the more like fidelity and, and high-end graphics you have, the more money and time and people you need, right? Mm-hmm. So you need more more hours, which either means you're spending more time or you're spending more money hiring people to do it, um, which is probably why we're seeing a lot of these weird trends that we keep talking about. Um, you know, like, well, why do they keep doing all this shit that people hate? Why do they do? They want DLC and why do they push pre-order so hard and all that stuff? And I think that's a lot of uh, the reason why is because of that increasing cost. Yeah, um, mm. you know, to make to to, know, to certain I mean, like, I, uh, Horizon look like Horizon. I, I, like 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 as much as I don't want to admit it, there's there's like you know shit like uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 did go ahead and fund Nier Automata. So yes, absolutely, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's totally true. Like you, the 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 uh, guaranteed money maker garbage is how you get like the the stuff that you want to play, uh, you know, out the door. In some cases, like I said, Titanfall one paid for Titanfall two, um, and even then, sounds like just barely. So uh, that's how shit goes. To circle back to Michael's question, though, um, I, I think we all agree then that. I think Shadow of Mordor is the first AAA game in a long time to come along with like a huge feature that I've never seen before. I can't think of another game lately that that's done that. I, I'm totally open mm. to yeah, to whatever, I agree. Whatever anybody wants to add in there, but as far as like, it's such a core part of the game too. Like it's this huge, enormous uh, component of the game, and it's something that I don't think has ever been done before. Six um, central. Like, yeah, it, it is. It is the game. Like it's it's the game in its entirety. And uh, you know, we all, we all sat around and said like, oh, everybody's going to be stealing this idea, and then no one stole that, and idea. then no one did it. Uh, <laughs> so, so weird. Maybe it's not as cool as we thought, but um, I I still think it's pretty cool. I think, I, and I think Shadow of War looks dope as shit. I've been watching IGN's videos on it for the last couple of weeks. You know, and, it actually looks like more people are trying to steal the Witcher's like concepts. The yeah, the, I mean that's the Witcher's, true. Like, the Witcher's mostly just doing what we've been doing forever and just doing it well, you know. I mean, yeah, really. Like, I know, what I know, is, but what, what, what does the Witcher like, bring to the table that nobody else has? Witching. Uh, <laughs> Six-year development cycle with like basically <laughs> unlimited money because they're independent. How, how I mean, did that... they do that? How did they get in this position where they could like take as much time as they wanted to make a game and like do? 
uh, you know, localize the game to like 40 different countries with full voice acting and redesign. Like, There's hundred, hundreds of hours of content that I don't like you could never you couldn't put it on an ad. How does this fucking like, they, uh, Polish studio get the money for this? They, yet, they, yet EA they get a can lot barely of, get Mass Effect out like they can barely they do get it. a lot of um, subsidies from the government. Is that what that's what is? I guessed? Yeah. yeah, it has to be that, especially like in those um, uh, Eastern European countries like government love subsidizing artists and all that shit so well like, it's more I, that, I, I, like, poland is trying to become a tech hub oh okay um, so, so yeah. they're, they're definitely taking advantage of all that of all the stuff um they even like right now they um like a, they're basically doing another round of hiring and all that is being paid for by the polish government giving them a grant to research um like vehicle physics specifically that so huh. yeah, they they do that a lot, and then they give us games mm. like Hatred. <laughs> I mean, see the project. Uh, hatred. Uh, I don't know how many other police developers. See now that now that's that that's how you market on a gimmick and fail. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. And you see, if Hatred had had a nemesis system where you kill an innocent bystander and they come back <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe that game could have done better. <laughs> Actually, yeah, let's think about this for a second. What game what game is the Nemesis system least appropriate in? Least appropriate? Least appropriate. I, I think you already named it. Where does, mm. it, where does it belong the least? It's a pretty good guess, man. Puyo Puyo Tetris? I guess Puyo Puyo Tetris. That's Puyo Puyo Tetris. How about rape play? <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely one. Wait, uh, hold on, I can make that work. Uh, yeah, like like uh, like Honey Pop, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> definitely not gonna put FIFA? the Nemesis system in there. FIFA, I like. I actually like that. That sounds kind of. <laughs> that sounds kind of compelling. Like to have a rival team that, like, you know, you injure a guy and he comes back and he's got like a splint or something and he's extra angry. <laughs> you know, you know what the ironic thing is, uh, Jared? What? I read an article that uh, an interview for the director of Shadow Mordor, and he said that his face, he based his uh, nemesis system concept off of uh, FIFA and Madden's, um, like um, the like the commentators. Mm-hmm. That's what he used as a basis to build it. Interesting. Just what are the com? What's it? What, what, what does that mean? The commentators? Because they are like, like you know, like yeah, the, the guys that are commenting on the game. Yeah. So, you will have like two guys going like, "Oh well, he's done really well in the last three games. He scored one goal." Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so like using the same technology, but of... right because they keep track of like all the stuff you were doing during the season. Um, right. And yep. actually, yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, if 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 Shadow of Mordor had like a WWE announcer, it's like, "Oh my God, he's entering the ring, <laughs> five-time world champion." Rock high, whatever his name is, Gorblat. That's kind of what it is. Bailey. Gorblat the smatter, the smasherer. <laughs> Love him. I, I, I've got. I'm looking at my my game collection. I'm not like Battlefield, but not just any Battlefield. The one that I played, the one about the cop in Miami. Battlefield oh, Hardline. You don't want that to have. How about uh, just beat cop? <laughs> How about an Nemesis system for beat cop? Yes, yeah, that would actually, actually be pretty compelling. See, I'm interested. Yeah, I, I actually think we probably nailed it right off the bat with hatred. I feel like innocent victims <laughs> should never come back for vengeance. <laughs> I feel like 
Like that's I mean, Honey Pop is good too. Maybe Planet. Like, I don't think you want a Nemesis system in, in a game like Honey Pop. Yeah, that's true. You left me in an endless line. Well, I but guess. Oh, I know. We were talking about this last week, me and Trevor. I've had a Nemesis system in Pokemon. That would help. Hell yeah, that'd Actually, be way that better. Would. I'd, I'd, I'd totally be down for that. Like uh, instead of gym leaders, you have like these people who. Uh, like trainers who follow you, like that kid with his Rattata or whatever. And throughout the game, he stronger. His Rattata is just getting like more and more fucked up because he keeps killing. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> missing an eye, and he's like, "Oh, Rattata. that'd be cool." And then it levels. He actually evolves it to eradicate, and then you keep, you know, you keep fighting. That'd be awesome. Calling you on the phone that'd, that'd all awesome. the time to tell you about his Rattata. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the ratatat never gets tougher, and you just keep beating it up more and more, and that's kind of forming it and hurting it. That's kind of what I like. Maybe um, like it's half skeleton by but, the end. But if you use an no, electric attack, attack on it, it, it like reacted to your Pokemon choices. <laughs> What's that? It would be interesting if it reacted to your Pokemon choices, like and like actually had a team that would like take advantage of like your weaknesses and shit. Oh, oh yeah, that'll be talking, good. You're talking about a serious idea. I was thinking more. Like, <laughs> I was thinking more of like you summon Squirtle and the Raditz is like, fuck, it's a Squirtle. <laughs> I don't want to deal with Squirtle, that. Squirtle, we meet again. You won't be able to like water gun me this time. <laughs> I brought a towel. But yeah, He's got a tarp. What you're describing is kind of cool. Like like a, a, these 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 players who and and what I would do is I would have it so you do a battle, say, with like a random guy in the grass or whatever. And uh, after the battle, he remembers what your party looked like at that time. And the next time you see him later in the game, he has tweaked his party to match not what your current party is, but just what you were using then. Yeah, the last time. So yeah, he exactly. shows up and like, you beat me with your fire Pokemon last time. But like maybe at this point in the game, you don't even have fire Pokemon in your party anymore. Like you're, you're doing. And that'd be, that'd be that'd be like much better because, you know, the, the rival in Pokemon games is always kind of you know you always know what they're going to build because it's always based on your first choice Pokemon, right? So you know you know the you know that they're always going to take or uh, the one that your thing is weak to, and then they're going to take its complement and all that kind of this way. You're not quite sure what's going to show up. Yeah, and you're kind of yeah. changing your strategy all the time. Like you're not carrying around the same party for the entire game because that might like really burn you later on when you meet someone who remembers what was in that party. And uh, yeah. basically, in this new Pokemon that I've created, we've created. Uh, everyone's everyone's out to get you. Like fuck you, <laughs> coming for you. Kind of like, yeah, like that, right? <laughs> like uh, you know, swimmer number thirty-three that you beat on the like on the water route comes back and like wants revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Perfect. We fixed Pokemon. All right, you're Once welcome, Nintendo. Twice in a row. Send the check to uh, Enemy Slime P.O. Box, whatever the fuck our P.O. Box is. I don't remember, but send it there. <laughs> Give me it. Give me that money. Money well spent on that P.O. Box, Jared. Give me that money. Yeah, no, it's actually still coming in handy. Uh, hey, let's talk about some games. What do you guys think? Should we do that? I mean, we are, but let's talk about some we specific are. games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like more on topic than we've been the past two weeks. What do you want to get out of the way first? What do you, what do you guys... Uh, do, do you want to just? Should we just? Uh, I, I mean, it's a hard question. What do I care about less, Tetris or Heroes? Yeah, I guess that is the question. What do you care about less? And we'll do that one first. 
Jay's going to decide. All right, you care about Tetris less. Okay, here we go. Hey, Tetris came out today and it's good. That was easy. That's actually almost what my review was. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I want to. I want to hear more about Ringo. And, uh, so and, uh, you said something about kissing. I guess I, I I don't know if you guys are super familiar with Puyo Puyo, but uh, it, it it actually has had quite a few games released in the states, and I've never played a single one of them. Uh, I assume assume that. Uh, so I am super knowledgeable, but uh, I'm sure these guys don't know. So why don't you go ahead and explain it? <laughs> do, you, do you really know a lot? That was of... smooth, Lucio. No, no I have no idea. What the fuck is it? What is the Puyo Puyo? So uh, it, it's 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 a Tetris-like layout, except you drop these slimes on each other, and basically you got to be like a fucking Mensa kid to be good at Puyo Puyo, because the whole the whole way that you win in that game is by setting up chains. So like. Once you connect four blobs, they just pop and that's it. And in any way that you connect them, it doesn't matter. As long as they're touching each other, they'll just pop. And you don't get any real points or benefit for doing that. But if you pop some blobs and when they when they pop, they drop other blobs into place, that creates a chain. And if you can chain like three or four uh, levels on top of each other, you'll you'll drop a whole bunch of garbage on your enemy who's trying to achieve the same goal. And uh, it's a really, really hard game. Um, maybe, maybe it's easy if you've like, maybe, maybe, maybe to like someone in Japan, Tetris is hard and Puyo Puyo is easy. I don't know. Um, but I have had, I have, it is a huge struggle to be good at that game. Like, I feel like you have to be really a lot smarter than I am, uh, to, to pull off like big combos and, and do crazy things, uh, with it. Um, Tetris on the other hand is just Tetris. Like it's always been. And uh, I, I know this doesn't sound to you guys like it's of any note that we have like a good Tetris game, but it's actually kind of special because... Well, uh, Ubisoft like fucked up the last one. Ubisoft yeah. fucked it up so bad. That's the thing is the people in the US who own the rights to Tetris cannot, for the life of them, release a good Tetris game. And how fucking hard is it to make a Tetris game of all things? Like, and that should be the easiest. It, it's a no-brainer. And so when you release a Tetris game that has, like, frame loss problems, I have to question everything about your existence. Like, I, I don't I don't understand how we get ourselves into situations like this. Like, Cliffy B's right. We need, to be, we need to be done with triple... Well, and EA's <laughs> done it, too. EA's got a couple of shitty Tetris ports as well. Um, but all I know is that like there's a version of Tetris that runs in Excel, and it doesn't have any frame loss. So I don't know yeah, how they fucked well, that up. Exactly, that's exactly the problem. And, and so like Sega has a really good grip on the game. They made a super super amazing copy of it, and then they merged it with Puyo Puyo, which is incredibly popular uh, in Japan. And and um, I mean it's just it's literally the best Tetris game ever. But it came out in like 2014, and because EA and Ubisoft and all those companies own the Tetris license here they couldn't port it over. So it, for a long time, it was just a Japanese game, and that was it. And I, I wanted it badly enough that I actually imported a copy. Um, and there's a there's actually a lost video of Michael and I playing it, I think, where, again, we were having problems with our uh, capture system. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's it's great. It's, it's, it's literally, like, I, I think it's, without a doubt, the best Tetris game that's come out since probably Tetris on the DS. So... Uh, oh. if you're into that kind of stuff, you should definitely get this. The story mode is not going to make any fucking sense to you. 
uh, because you probably haven't played Puyo Puyo games before, and it seems like it follows those characters, and they're talking about like adventures they've had, and you don't fucking know what's going on at all. Uh, it basically feels. <laughs> it's funny actually because I got the game in well, I mean, Japanese. It sounds familiar. I got the game in Japanese, and I didn't understand anything in the story mode. You know, I just kind of like pressed A and got through it. Um, and then you got it in English, and you still don't understand anything exactly. in the story. Exactly. I got it in English, and I still don't know what the fuck is going on. So uh, I kind of I have a better idea of what everyone is sh- was shouting about in the Japanese version, but uh, I'm still rather confused. My favorite character in the game actually doesn't use words; he just says "p." He can only say the word "p." He just says "p p p," and I like him the most. He's just a floating oh, ball. Like, <laughs> he just like, <laughs> like urine. And weirdly enough, he's not a Puyo Puyo character. He's apparently a Tetris character. Um, I didn't know Tetris had characters. And I thought for yeah, sure, right. I thought for sure his name was going to be like PP, but his name is O. <laughs> <laughs> Just the letter <laughs> O. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what his Japanese name is either. I'd be very curious to know. But uh, yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's pretty dope. If you like Tetris, you should buy it. I did have one observation because I've been playing online and I've only been able to play with Japan. And two things. Uh, one, Japanese people are really good at this fucking game, and it's not very much fun to play with them. Um, because they, I mean, I think all they do is like hang out in arcades all day and play that in shit. The West that's playing it, right? Most, so. most people play Tetris, it seems like, but every now and then you'll come across a Puyo Puyo player, and they're even worse. Because like, you'll seriously just get like halfway through a match and, and just get absolutely destroyed by them because they'll set up this crazy chain, and it, it's just... It's, it's ridiculous. But... I wanted to ask Michael this. I don't know if he has any insight to it or if he played a lot of games with Japanese people. Um, but yeah. I've, I've noticed that Japanese players have a tendency where if they destroy you on the first round, mm-hmm. I would say like 60 to 70% of the time, they'll let you win the second round and then destroy Aww. you in the third. It's so nice. So. It, it is. That is nice. It is, it is kind or of Or nice. really mean. Or really mean. I don't know. Yeah, Just so that's my question. toying is, with you. Is, is that what it is? Is it a nice thing? Is it is that like polite to do that? Or is it, uh, yeah, are, it sounds, they, it sounds like, courteous. Polite or are they insulting you further? I mean, I do remember when I first got to Japan, for some reason I got a copy of the Metal Gear Online, like a multiplayer game. And it's, it's through a... I was playing it on the PlayStation, so it's like you can type a message before a match, but you only got a few seconds. And instead of like the Japanese always talking about how they're going to have sex with your mom or have sex with your dog or like to take your dog and, you know, use it for sex on your mom, they'd always be saying like, you know, uh, looking forward to the match or uh, they got an expression like, you know, please. I don't don't know how you I still don't know how you translate it, but it's something you say like, you know, let's let's uh, let's have a good match. Uh huh. And that was it. They're just always nice. And and these are people who I can't see like. They have no idea that maybe I'm not boning their mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like courteousness to me. That 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 pleasant yeah, yeah, Japanese just, courteousness. You know, not not acting like a gigantic asshole because you're a 14 year old who's mad that you know that's your parents the, got divorced. That's kind of the vibe I've gotten. And the game has like uh, the game has a set of greetings that you can use whenever you uh, get into a match with someone, and they're all predetermined. <laughs> but I found that people tend to actually pick the most polite ones and not the ones that could be construed as like a negative thing. Uh, uh-huh. So I've, I, it's been a very courteous uh, environment. I've I've appreciated that. I, so I, I know I'm not assholes. So you better hope that no Western ever buys this game because 
You know, well, they're going to be like, ah, look at my elbow just fucked your mom. And that actually brings me to the last thing I was going <laughs> to say about this, which is I like getting games that have leaderboards uh, pre-release because for like a couple weeks, I can be really high in the leaderboard. Uh, <laughs> and so I was super stoked because Tetra- uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris actually has a regional leaderboard for your state. And I'm still... <laughs> Even after playing for uh, a couple weeks um, as one of the only people in America, and I think almost certainly the only person in Utah, I am still (laughs) number three in the Utah leaderboard because two people from Japan picked Utah even though they don't live here. Uh, I'm pretty sure (laughs) like two years from now, you're still going to be number three on Utah. Yeah, I I agree. You need to build a wall, Jared. From Japan? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Uh, seems like that'll block our, let's block our beach views, I guess. But uh, I'm down. Let's do it. Yes. No, you don't live near a beach anyway. Fuck those guys. Yeah, that's true. Screw them. Let's build it. Uh, once I once I get the money, I'll I'll pay for that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like because um, I'm like the only real PVPer here who like goes out his way to do it. So. Every time I, I was on the Bloodborne and what? Uh, yeah, not like hey, me. PvP and what? <laughs> uh, like every time, every time um, uh, I did like the um, Souls like stuff, I, I I could bet you like American players about half of the time they would send me some kind of like rude message or some kind of message about how hot I am since I play checks online. Um, oh man! I feel like every time I've gotten like a Japanese player is all been nice cities. So I think if you want to like, hear about like, root messages, you should play Street Fighter online for a few weeks. Even, no, even, that's okay. Even I'm fine. They're so though? fucking salty. I, I don't know. They're actually originally locked. Oh, I'm, I'm good on. I'm good on that front. But I never gotten as much like hate like messages as Street Fighter. I don't uh, play fighting games. You, lose, you get like like hate messages. It's like why you won? Why are you mad? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I so don't play fighting games online because I'm not a nerd, but uh, my buddy played a lot of Street Fighter <laughs> online in Japan, and he he was always getting people like friending him to tell him what a good job he did, or like you know it was, it was a great match. Hope you hope you yeah. recorded that. It was awesome. Start playing awesome in Asian servers. That's so nice. So what's like what's the what's the yeah. what's the most what's what's the game that would, where people have gotten like the most hate? I'm curious. Street Fighter Four. I don't think mm. I've ever made people more mad than I have in Rust. Like. Far and wide. Oh man, yeah, that game is in salty. Fact, in fact, Trevor's probably been with me when I've made some people really. In fact, yeah. Trevor, do you? Rem- I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but do you remember when we built in that like we built in that valley and the mountains were all around us, like they surrounded yeah. us for half of mm-hmm. it? And there was like that this, was a great. Split. There was like this group of twelve people that just decided at one point to just move in right next to us. Yeah, and so, and so we went and <laughs> fucked him up. I don't know if you ever saw this. Maybe I shared this with you. Maybe I didn't. But no, dude. Remember, we woke Jason and me and uh, one other guy. We woke up at five o'clock in the morning yeah. so that we could raid them wi- without um, without them, you know, killing or being there so that we could raid uh, offline yeah. raid. And then they like came like a group, a splinter of them came back, and I remember because I remember going in once with you guys to take them out. But it was like an ongoing thing. But anyway, we 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 actually made them rage quit the game. And I looked up one oh, of their God. I looked up one of their Steam profiles later, and right the the day that we uh, fucking went in and just destroyed him, he wrote the longest negative review on Steam. <laughs> 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 
I actually want to see this review. Do you have, do you have I, the link? I think I do still have it. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it. Um, oh, man. It was speaking good. Speaking of which, uh, you guys want to start playing Rust again? <laughs> I, I, I do. I totally do. But my social life doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's that fucking player unknown, man. I I don't like it enough to just stick with that, but I want to get that same You want to get that, you want to get that feeling? Maybe we should maybe we should take a weekend and pick a weekend and just like dedicate it to that and then just like call it good after that and be like, "All right, that's <laughs> enough of that." Um cuz I feel like it's I feel like it's Oh, oh it ruins your life. I do still have it. You want me to read you the review? Go for yeah, it. Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. He said, "All right, here we go." <laughs> So this is uh, this is actually funny enough. I think it's almost exactly a year ago, uh, and this is the day that we went in and, and fucked him up. And uh, he says everyone in the game is a, and then it's, it's blanked out because it's Steam. And he says shoot <laughs> shoot first, don't ask questions. No one is your friend. Nothing is fair. Whereas a game like Counter Strike is popular for being skill based, Rust is the exact opposite. How lucky are you? Did you find an AK-47 in a trash can immediately? Do you have tons of other friends with literally nothing to do all day but sweat in the basement? Then you'll be amazing at this game. That's you guys. If you don't enjoy games that are mostly luck-based, you will not like Rust. Good luck. That's pretty great. And my favorite part about this is these guys had, like I said, these guys had literally like 12 people, and they decided to move in next to our base, which was like the biggest base on the server, and then they're just surprised when they get their shit pushed in. Like you can't do that. And and the thing and is, it, and it's it's not like we had like a ton of people either. No, we we didn't have like, as many like as eight of us tops. Yeah. Uh huh. Probably only uh, like four or five who were active. Right. R- people who were on on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 But uh, nonetheless, yeah. I I just thought it was funny. We made him so mad. He went and wrote a review for the game. <laughs> so I think that's the most angry I've made someone on uh on a video game. It's so weird because I think of all, like of all the fighting games I played, and all the first-person shooters, and all the MMOs, I have never seen people angrier than I have on Overwatch. Oh God! Like, yeah, oh, actually, it's, you know what? It's I, insane. I lied. I know that I made a guy review uh, this game, uh, <laughs> but now that rage I, quit and review it. Now that I think about it, I think that I've definitely made people more mad in uh, Overwatch just by picking like a character that I liked. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not Han- I I've I seriously have like maybe two to four minutes on Hanzo. <laughs> Whatever Hanzo. Man. I, I, I hate Han- I I know my limitations and I know that I'm not a Hanzo or a Black Widow. Like I'm I'm smart enough to be aware of that. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, I actually really like Orissa, and um, I've gotten yelled at a couple times for for using her. And I actually really? usually do pretty Why? well. I because who the fuck knows, Lucio? That whole game is backseat <laughs> character picker. And the it's, thing it's is, a bunch of maladjusted teenagers who are mad at the world. A lot of times, the guy they're yelling at's the guy with like all the gold medals, and they don't have shit. Like everyone, everyone yeah. knows. Everyone knows what's good for everyone else, but not good for them. So pretty not good for them. That's usually the, what it is. I've always found that on that game. It's always the person with like the least skill that's lashing out at everyone else. Oh yeah, it's always it's always the Black Widow who's like, get on, get on, Reinhardt. <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Overwatch, uh, the Heroes 2.0 came out today, and yeah, it's basically like segue. all Overwatch because the you know I mean, and I don't blame Blizzard. I mean, they want to try to capitalize on Overwatch and how 
you know popular it is. And so they actually released a pretty sweet cinematic today that um, it uh, shows the new. It's like the announcement of the new character. Um, the new character is Diva. Spoiler alert. Um, so how many? And she's, how many Overwatch people are in that game now? They've got Diva, Genji. Genji's the new hero that came out today. She, Diva was announced today. Genji came out today. Okay. Um, so and then Tracer, Zarya, and Lucio. Oh wow! So all right. Hey, congratulations, well, yep. Lucio. Lucio, yep. you did it. Yep, you made, made it. it. They named a ball after you, and now this. <laughs> 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 so what are the other, and yeah, what are the other big changes here? What's what's like? Uh, how big of an overhaul is this? Is it like an engine overhaul, or is it just like? Uh, no, it's more like a like a systems overhaul. They added a bunch of um, basically the way that like the loot system works and whatnot. I mean, it's it's very much like Overwatch. You get crates, um, you know, like you're 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 getting your crates that you're gonna uh, open, and that's where your um, what do you call it? Like your your stuff. That's where your your loot comes from. Mm-hmm. So and mobile players are okay with this. Yeah, I mean, um, you're you're getting you can still buy characters with like, you know, regular money as you normally could. You can still even buy the characters with the coins like you normally could before. It's just now you have a chance to get skins and stuff through crates, um, which is really nice. Um, you know, it's a character set you back in that game. Um, well, so I've never actually paid cash for a character. It's 10,000 coins, which. I could look up what the what like the the trade is on that. Because like League of Legends is something like five bucks or something a character, right? I think it goes higher than that. It's oh, higher really? than that in Heroes. I, they usually charge the the cash price is ten dollars. I was going to say I want um, your ten. Yeah, and that's that. Well, so that's for brand new characters. So if you don't buy a brand new character, if you buy one that's old, you can get them for, uh, you know, fifty cents sometimes if they're on sale, or or even like uh, three bucks for some of the older characters. Um, they just sell the new characters at a prime, you know, price. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a exciting thing. I mean, the loot boxes are cool. The whole, you know, the whole gambling thing is always big with, with, uh, with Blizzard. They like the whole gambling system basically where you buy a chance at getting something, you know, um, and there's ways to get stuff that you want if without having to gamble for it. Essentially, you can get it from um, they have like shards. And if you get a duplicate item, you get shards and then you can put so many shards together to get whatever item you want so that you can if you if there is something that you desire to have, you can work towards it. Um, a lot of cool skins. They added like a ton of new skins for characters. My favorite is a new Diablo skin that makes you look like an alien from alien movies. Um which I mean, I'm sure that's what that sounds like something Jason would be into if Jason didn't hate MOBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might do it for yeah. him. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, it, it, I was Hero, Heroes doesn't subscribe to my uh, Arthas theory. That's nah, too bad. What's your, Arthas um, what's your Arthas theory? I feel this really strongly. Arthas is probably like the bl- the biggest Blizzard character who has not made an appearance in Hearthstone. And I'm really positive that they're basically just saving him for like an expansion where Hearthstone is like failing the most so that they can that's, that's, inject him. That, in that actually that. surprises me. I'm surprised Arthas hasn't been in Hearthstone yet. He doesn't appear anywhere. He's not a hero. A lot of people think he's going to be a class like the Death Knight class, um, but he's not a card. He's not a hero. He's he's nothing. I, I really think they're waiting until like their their pack purchase numbers are like at the bottom and then they're like, guess what, everybody? Arthas is here. 
and um, <laughs> all the people who. So were you mean alive. basically like the exact opposite of World of Warcraft, where they released everything good first, and now no one wants to buy it anymore. I mean, I, and and like wasn't wasn't Frozen Throne like the the revitalizing Warcraft expansion or World of Warcraft expansion? Yeah, they're all. I, um, they're all pretty. No, decent, I don't think decent. so. Like, he'll be back. I think everybody knows that one was like, Cataclysm. Cataclysm was like the big overhaul, but Cataclysm sucked. Um, yeah, it was but, more like it was more like Frozen Throne was, um, or that's was that even what's called? No, Frozen Throne is Warcraft Three uh, oh, yeah, expansion. What's, what's the expansion um, uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. that one, that one was basically known as the last good expansion. Not like if people were still subscribing in top numbers. It's when Cataclysm came out where it just totally dropped off. So, yeah. kind of, kind of what you're saying, but it was basically like uh, the Frozen Throne but, was the, or the Wrath of yeah, like, like the best, like last good one. Pretty collectively have a good memory of that one. And you know, I played through the content a ton of times, and it is really high quality. But the big thing was Arthas, and you know confronting him and having him mock you as you went through each um section of the continent and uh you know having him be the big raid boss in the end and um yeah people really love that and people are always pumped to see more of arthas everywhere um he was yeah. like the breakout character of world of warcraft 3 and then the dlc and all that stuff or you know expansion pack whatever they called it back then in the long long ago yeah, so. now, I mean, Arthas has been in Heroes for a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say, if he's not in Heroes, I wonder if they have a similar strategy there. But nope, there he is. He's fine. In fact, I'm, I'm kind of drawing a blank on who's missing, aside from a bunch of Overwatch characters. Uh, in terms of, like, right. like who, what characters are missing? I mean, there's yeah, tons yeah, of like, characters uh, missing. Well, who, so who's someone who you're just jonesing for in Heroes of the Storm? Who do you want to see? Sonic. Um, nobody that I'm jonesing for. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not a big enough like lore person. Um, I think they could use what they could use is uh, some more um, uh, StarCraft characters. Yeah, that they could also use. They could also use a uh, a new Warcraft character. Honestly, I don't think they've had a new Warcraft character in like over a year. I want to say. Oh my, Zoljin, never mind. Yeah. He came out not too long ago. So, it, but that was that's about the only one that's been pretty recent. And so, a new a new Warcraft character would be cool. But they're focusing, like you know, like I said, they even came out with a new Overwatch map today. Um, and so it, they're focusing on on Overwatch. And they're doing an Overwatch. Oh, look, hey, very soon uh, they're going to have Overwatch inside here. Yeah, even the Lost that's right. Vikings hey, are, are guys. <laughs> yeah, Lost check, Vikings. Check. Check this out. Blizzard is trying to bribe people to play um, Heroes of the Storm. Oh yeah, they are. Yep. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're giving away. They're giving away ten uh, Overwatch loot crates if you win. T- I think if you win ten ma- matches, or is it twenty? Really? No, you just have to play ten. Oh, that's all. You don't even have to win them. Uh, don't even have to win them. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, uh, the uh, the other thing that's pretty uh, cool about. Um, uh, you know the whole expansion thing, or not expansion, but the the update um, was the new map and going towards heroes. And like I said, I don't blame them for you know trying to capitalize on 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 the Overwatch success. Oh it's, no, yeah, you know. they they definitely should. Like that game has just taken off so much. Like you'd be stupid not to start turning it into t-shirts, you know? Yeah, and a lot of people play, come play it, and then they are they're like, hey, this is actually you know a game that i could actually get into because a lot of people are scared to play a moba um like heroes of the storm because they think it's going to be league of legends um and they're and they're scared it's going to be just a rage fest the whole entire time which it doesn't you know end up being like that um 
for most people, um, it, uh, it's a lot more casual, um, and, and it can be a lot easier for people to play than something like League of Legends. So a lot of people end up having a, a pretty good time once they actually get into it. It wasn't really my thing, but I will say that it's miles more enjoyable than League is. Um, mm-hmm. Like like by a pretty wide margin. It's still just not really... I just don't want to play anything that, that's a top-down RTS-looking... like. That's- yeah, but like, 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 I'll put how I feel about Heroes versus League of Legends. Um, I'd much rather fracture my knuckle on someone else's face than getting a <laughs> root canal. <laughs> Both both things are painful, but you know, <laughs> not not as painful as a MOBA. At least, when, at least when you fracture your knuckle, you have the satisfaction of knowing that some other guy got his face fucked up. Right, and, and, you, and you get to and you get to the joke, right? They, oh, you should see the other guy. And you, and you make uh, you make Papa Michael proud of you for once. So, so proud for once. <laughs> That's pretty nice too. Well, he definitely wasn't proud of him beating Persona Five. <laughs> that was actually kind of a low point, but then he wouldn't yeah. kick some guy's ass. <laughs> I mean, so like, God like, like damn, I, that was great. I was basically at the bottom of the and redeemed so myself. Be upset. All right, yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Had you ignored that 150 hours of persona, you could have killed that guy. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's true. You could have been so strong. <laughs> I like it. All right, so let's just uh, maybe let me ask this about Heroes. If I was someone who played it and I I enjoyed it and I left, um, is there something here to make me come back? Is it just the Heroes, or is there any other like big changes that are that are gonna like bring me back to Heroes? Um, well, since if you haven't played in a while, they've really improved like the interface and stuff like that like the the way that just the game in general works um has really been improved since since back when it first started um i didn't even start when the game first started but uh i just even since i've been playing there's been massive improvements to the way that the game um looks and and feels you know they added a bunch of things like um you know banners and stuff like that the sprays they added um, better interface so that you can see like what your team is doing, like when the, their alts have been used, what their health bars are at, which I know seems weird that that would be added and not part of the original game, but that is not how it was. Um, you, you can now actually see your teammates' health bars on the upper screen, so if they're not right in front of you, you can actually see what their health is at. Um, so there's been lots of those types of improvements that they've done. Um, other than that, um, the nice thing, one last thing I forgot to to mention they added um this uh deal where you could get 20 free heroes for playing um just logging in and playing heroes of the storm it's basically like it's at least 30 to 60 dollars worth of of uh um characters 20 characters and you get 20 free just for logging into the game you just get it so um it's pretty it's pretty amazing uh to just for them to give away that sort of thing they really just want to get people into this game um and I mean, for me, a lot of it is the esports side of things. I'm really into esports, all all esports, but um, I specifically watch uh, Heroes of the Storm. And if you guys haven't checked it out, I mean, they've Blizzard has dumped so much money into trying to get um, the game m- higher up there on like the you know the Twitch broadcast list um, for people to watch it. They, they've got a whole league system. It's like football. You, it's on every weekend where they've got these leagues playing and people. Uh, you know, playing these matches and stuff. So it's pretty interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, if you say so. 
Cool. All right. Well, we'll uh, we're taking your word for it, um, and we'll all go try it, right, everybody? Oh yeah, yep. we yep. will. You'll see. We'll see. No. We'll see you right. on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe right at right after Poyo Poyo. After I after I take a little uh, take a little hit of my uh, performance insulin, maybe. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by GameGear.pro, by the way. GameGear.pro. Head there, head there right now, G-A-M-E-G-E-E-R.pro, and enter in promo code amputation to get 10% off your first. I'm really trying, guys. I don't want to lose this sponsor. It's important. So <laughs> hopefully I'll be back with the next week with another exciting new <laughs> Game Gear product. Um, so uh, we're, we've actually pretty much come close to time but do you guys want to talk about near for just a tiny little bit just an itty bitty bit no why not why not um i played so refresh my memory didn't we talk about this yeah we did but now jay and i have both played it too so i thought it might be just interesting to revisit um okay and blow my mind uh, i fucking hate this game (laughs) this game makes me mad oh okay um, I know that Yoko Taro is like, uh, I know he's like an exciting visionary and like a different, uh, he's like a different dude, man. But I gotta say, uh, a little checkpoint never hurt anybody. <laughs> and oh yeah, no, don't worry about that. Once you finish. No, I did. I, I, I finally did. And actually the game's pretty generous with saving, uh, after that. But so basically like the first half hour of the game, the first like 35 minutes, no checkpoints. Uh, and the the first major boss uh, can actually one shot you. Um, wait, 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 hold on, Jared. Yeah. What level are you playing this in? What do you mean? What difficulty? Yeah. I'm playing it on normal. And you lost during the tutorial? Oh yeah, I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> I it's not that funny. I mean, it's like it's, like, it's a difficult. You got boss. You got you got like, through you it, no have those giant saws, and yeah. you have to you have to kind of like get used to the dodge mechanics. Like I, I didn't I didn't lose him, but I came really really close. So I don't know I don't um, know where the game I don't know where the game tells you about the dodge button. Um, I know it does when you're in the ship, but I feel like it doesn't mention the dodge mechanics once you get out of the ship. Um, and it also doesn't really go a long way in telling you like how your healing items work. So I just noticed that I was using them automatically when, when I would get to low enough health that I was. Right. And, and then at that point you have like an automatic chip and it threw yeah. me, it threw me off later. Right. When but the problem, I didn't have that anymore. Yeah. But and so the problem is, is even if you have uh, recoveries available, um, you can still take consecutive hits and it'll wind up killing you. Um, and so uh, anyway, I, I, I wound up getting my ass whipped. Uh, and the game, if you die in that opening section, uh, the game runs the yeah, credits all over again. Yeah, the game runs end credits like really quickly. Uh, and really? Then, and then it kicks you back out to the title right, screen. Right, so that losing in the tutorial is ending W. Yeah. Huh. I, I might have to go back to the tutorial and die just to get that. I'm amazed that neither of you had any trouble whatsoever. Uh, I, I'm not saying I didn't have any trouble. I, I'm not. I, I did have trouble. Well, yeah, but you didn't die, I, so. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, uh, having I trouble mean, and, uh, and when you and when you start when you start I over, getting through it on hard. When when you start over uh, from the beginning, um, <laughs> it doesn't let you skip anything. It makes you watch every agonizing uh, cutscene, and like. 
the whole like ship formation thing again? Yeah, you have to you have to watch all of that. There's like one part that you can skip where the boss turns into a giant saw man, and even then you pretty much watch him because he sits there and laughs at you for like thirty seconds before he even fights you. <laughs> and um, anyway, that annoyed the shit out of me. Uh, but I I got through it and um it was it was okay but if i had died again by some chance i would have just taken that game put it back in the case stuck it on the shelf and just so i probably shouldn't tell you that i played through that tutorial after i injured my hand yeah yeah that's that's cute you guys are cute um no jared you're cute (laughs) well you know what I could beat anybody. Why don't you go here. kick somebody's ass so I can be proud of you? I could beat anybody here at Tetris who wants to fight. I do think that is like the introduction is like a trial by fire. It's not, you know, it's not uh it's not an easy time. It's just, um, I, will, I will tell you this though, like the gulf between normal and hard is like brutal. No, I believe that. I believe that. Um because I like I said, I mean I fucking died on normal one time, so uh, I'm sure that it gets even worse. Um, I was definitely tempted to play it on hard, and then I tried normal, um, and that defeated that thought. I got up to the, um, I, I guess it's the first real boss um, in the desert, and a little past him, and um, I was like, okay. yeah, I'm definitely continuing this game on normal. I'm not switching the difficulty. <laughs> um, this not continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but, uh, I've really liked it so far. It's definitely, you know, um, interesting. There is a lot to get used to, but I feel like my brain was already half wrapped around it, mostly thanks to Lucio mm-hmm. and all his, like, explaining on it. Um, well, so, I, I knew and when then, I started it up, I'm like, it's a platinum game. I was like, I have a dodge. Like, I, I there's a button right. that I can push that will make me dodge right before someone well, hits me. And for whatever reason, and then it that's didn't the, click for me. And then that's the other thing, right? Like, because platinum games have a tendency to start really difficult and then they get easier as they go on as you, as you get used to everything mm-hmm. like happening. i hated middle gear rising until i figured out that how to parry and the game doesn't yeah. really explain it to you yeah and that's like like, like super super understand that. It, it's so important like metal gear rising, rising metal gear rising i absolutely hated the demo and i couldn't understand why people like the game and then after our game of the year um i got a copy for pretty cheap and started playing it and then you know it's like the, the demo is not a good thing to play to no. <laughs> want to know if you aren't into that game or not. Um, but then like with the parrying and dodging and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay, now I get it. And then, um, you know, I really like the boss designs in that game and how each boss was designed. So you could apply the lessons from the boss prior and then it ended up being awesome. And, you know, as, as, um, as, as I got more used to rising in the controls, the game got to be an easier time. Um, and I feel like coming into Nair, uh, like, kind of knowing Platinum's tricks and hearing from Lucio and all that kind of stuff, it did help mitigate the uh, the punishment of that opening a little bit. And I know as I proceed on and get more chips and stuff like that, the game will get easier. But I, yeah, I feel like that's just kind of like their style. <laughs> the chips can make the game laughably easy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just started messing with those a little bit. Uh, so I'm I'm just to the like second phase of the desert right now. So not right. not super when you, far. When you enter the the buildings, yeah, yeah. When you get to the apartments or whatever, yeah. I just barely found the first uh, save point there and decided that was a good stopping point. But um, oh shit, I totally forgot to mention I finished Breath of the Wild. That's why I'm playing near it all. Oh nice. 
Um, well, congratulations. I guess you guys don't want me to spoil anything, so I won't. I don't I don't go care. ahead. There's not really much to spoil. I'll just say this. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Don't, anything to spoil? don't tell me I don't want, do not want you. to hear a word if Link kills Ganondorf. Uh oh. And I don't want to I don't want to hear a word if Link saves Zelda either. Oh no. Um well let's nobody can save. Let's just Button. say that someone kills someone and <laughs> saves someone else. <laughs> if you know so what I mean. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's that's know, just big enough. That Link. I I actually think uh, so. I I did. There's there's some memories that you can track down in Zelda. It's kind of a cool thing where they give you a they give you twelve photos that are just taken all around the world at like unique spots, and they don't give you any other hints. They literally just give you pictures. And so you just kind of hope that like when you're walking through one of those places, you'll recognize it and be like, oh, that's one of the things. And then you search around and you'll find a memory to recover. And that's how you watch the game's cutscenes, the, the game's like uh, major story cutscenes. And if you find all 12 of them, you get a special ending after the credits. And uh, is it like a special ending? No, it's not. No. Um, no. But I, I I don't know. All I'll say is like it's a pretty anticlimactic ending. Like it's it's uh, it's obvious they spent all their time and love making the game and not making the ending because. So this is this is like truly. Well, this, I mean, it sounds like every other passed, JRPG right. I've played this year. <laughs> it's it's. I was like, that was like that was exactly my experience. I guess that's just what Japan does. It's like you know here here is this great epic story with all these like twists and turns and then here's the most lackluster ending possible it's kind of like uh it's kind of like evangelion where everyone just says good job and then it's over congratulations <laughs> congratulations you did it <laughs> and then it's over uh so there you go that's a little one percent reference for for all you evangelion fans out there <laughs> yeah. all three surviving me- members of the group everyone who didn't kill themselves after watching it uh, there you go, my gift to you. Uh, but yeah, anyway, it's uh, it's still definitely one of the best games of the year, uh, far and away. So if you haven't checked it out, be sure to check it out. And that's mm. brought to you by Game Gear. Brought to you by GameGear.pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Head there today to get your performance-enhancing insulin. Uh, are your kills not the best kills? Then inject yourself. Your kill comes sorry. Inject yourself with shit, you fucking idiot. That's Is there not, a Mountain Dew flavor? That's not on the copy that they sent me. No, but there's uh, Headshot Horchata. Which, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds pretty it seems good. mildly racist. It's a little... It's a is, is it organic? You know, actually, yeah, there is there is kind of a, a negative. Uh, I don't think it's organic. This doesn't sound remotely organic. Um, it's not it's organic about source. insulin. I mean, I you know, actually, I guess they haven't sprayed pesticides on it. So, yeah, it is organic. There you go. At least that's the hope that they haven't sprayed pesticides on it. <laughs> no, man, it's, it's totally farmed a syringe. All our niacin has been sprayed with pesticides. Don't worry. But is it, is it locally sourced? Um. Well, that depends on where your local is. Um, <laughs> it depends. Are you a citizen of the world? <laughs> yeah. Do you live on Do you live on Earth? Because then it was definitely yeah. locally sourced. Fantastic. Man. What did you say, Michael? Farm to syringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a grass fed. Yeah. It's. It's. Uh, I mean, it would be if it if it ate. They they put grass in front of it, but it didn't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get it. They get they get, they get from pigs. So, 
grass-fed pigs. Grass-fed pigs. Is that where they get insulin yeah. from? Is from pigs? They used to. I don't know if that's actually still the case. I wonder where we get it from now. Photosynthetic. The same place they got the horchata flavoring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jay has a more sinister idea of what they're doing. Let's just say these guys don't want that wall to be built. <laughs> All right. Well, they're definitely not our sponsor now. But um, hey, guys, if you enjoyed our podcast today, why don't you go check out our website? It's enemyslime.com. And if you want to really support us, skip the whole sponsor shit and just go to our site and click on store. And I think we got a couple T-shirts left. I, I feel like we do. Um, I don't remember. No insulin. I don't remember what's in stock. Yeah, we're not selling insulin, but we got other cool stuff. So go buy a go buy a shirt or a hat, and uh, you know send send Lucio to college like he always dreamed. Um, oh fuck that! Send me to a proper boxing academy. Send Jay. Send oh, you Jay don't need it, buddy. To a fight. School. Oh, that's true. I, have, yeah, I, have, I, have I won't Mickey. do MIT this weekend. I, 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 I have Mickey. I don't need it. <laughs> Jay's gonna become a judo master. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining us today. You, you, you can find me in the in the committee. Uh, I didn't tell any. I, I didn't actually tell anybody this, but I we actually probably won't be on next week because I'm I'm out oh. next Tuesday. Well, that's be, because that's because I'm on a, in that tournament next week. Yeah, so well, you that, can't yeah, I'm, I'm going to see Jay's tournament and, and uh, cheer him on. So um, he's in a boxing match. Uh, he's in a boxing match now. Yeah, he's all the times. He didn't. Know no, that. it's like a it's like a it's like a death tournament. Michael Michael signed him up and didn't tell him. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a fight club thing in like a basement. Surprise. So um, we're not supposed to talk on about a private it. island. Oh shit! I wasn't supposed to talk in about a it. volcano. <laughs> Ooh, that's what I like on a private island. Um. Anyway, so uh, you will miss us next week, but uh, be sure to check back later on because we'll we'll come back eventually someday. Uh, I probably won't be on next week either. Well, it's good because there is. <laughs> There isn't one, so. All right, right, which is why I probably won't be there. <laughs> Go follow us on social media. We're at The Enemy Slime <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, I think with that, we are out. I made a little sound. You did make a little sound. You think people, you think people like that? Yeah.